For Truth with a Texas Twang, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff we women store away in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is, But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart, from Luke 2.19. We want to thank Home Instead, our sponsor for this episode. Home Instead Senior Care provides trustworthy, kind-hearted senior home care services in your loved one's home. All caregivers are thoroughly screened, extensively trained, professional, and reliable. At Home Instead, it's about providing the highest quality home care services to fit you and your family's needs. I am so excited about today's episode. I have a dear friend on the show with me. Welcome, James. Welcome. Hey there, Kathy. How are you? Thank you for having me on. Well, I want to tell our listeners about you a little bit, James, so I'm going to embarrass you because I'm just going to go over all the extensive resume you have here. James Van Dyke, (laughs) he is an environmental scientist, which I think means dirt geek or dirt nerd. So, James, I'm going to need you to tell me which one's better. Well, uh, you know, soil soil nerd, I'll, I'll take that. Soil nerd, okay. He has a background in... One of the things on his resume is he was a greenhouse supervisor, which I think is interesting. He he runs a company called Texas Organic. His official title is Operations Manager, I think. Is that still correct? Yes, ma'am, it is. Okay. And what they do is they get they gather up all this great stuff we have around East Texas to make mulch, compost, and soil products. He also makes sure he'll go on site and help you figure out what you can do to grind up your wood to make it into organic materials. You're going to have to explain some of this to me. It's pretty technical and scientific. He has a degree from <laughs> a Yeah, you got a degree in dirt from A&M. So what's your real your real degree in? Sure. Well, my my real degree, I have a degree in ecosystem science and management and an emphasis in in soil and crop science. That's so interesting to me that somebody would actually specialize in that. Okay, on on the website, if you go there, Texas Organic, what I loved, I could just... I could just, I saw your fingerprints over everything that was in there. But what I think was interesting is all this, like you really, really desire for your customers to give you input on how they like what you've done with their soil. And the reason is because you love research. Like you are such a soil nerd. Is that what you said to call you? (laughs) Yes, you, Kathy. Let me let me clarify. I wasn't just being picky. I was kind of being funny. Uh, in in undergrad in my soils 101 class with with Dr. Tom Hallmark, uh, the the study guide to the class said dirt is a four letter word, and and so the the theme was always don't call it dirt. It's soil. It's it's more than just dirt. 
And, that is, uh, dirt is kind of a demeaning term in the in the science realm. I don't I don't mind it. I think it's funny. Uh, you can call me whatever. <laughs> well, you're going to love this because I'm trying to figure out what to call these episodes. We're going to be talking about what it means to be an entrepreneur. And so, but the dirt part of this is so funny to me. So I'm thinking like playing in the dirt or, or how to make, how to make entrepreneurship dirty. I mean, there were just a lot of ways I could go with this. I thought about titling. I thought about doing it entrepreneurship, the fertile life, but then I thought fertility might not be the best topic on the internet. So, Anyway, I don't, know. I don't know what we're going to do, uh, what we're going to call these episodes, but we're going to have a fun conversation talking about what it means to be an entrepreneur. But before we go, we're going to sit, we're going to spend a lot of time digging into your, I mean, there's going to be a lot of puns today, like shoveling it on, uh, shoveling on the puns. They're probably, they're probably worn out to you. To me, they're funny. So we're going to spend a lot of time in it. I'm going to have you in a second episode talk about what you've learned. And and I cannot wait to get there because I know how biblical you are in your thinking about things. But today for this episode, what I want you to do is tell me your story. That's we always begin with people's stories, James. And so I'm excited about that because I think one of the wisest things you ever did in a lifetime is pick the beautiful wife you married and start that lovely family you have. So whatever part of your story you want to share, that's where we'll begin. Very good. Well, just a little bit of background. Uh, and, and thank you. That was a flattering entry. Uh, and, and I will mm-hmm. second you on the, the best I ever did was marrying my wife. <laughs> she's amazing. Uh, she's been, she is. She's, she's a blessing. Uh, so I was born and raised in Georgetown, right north of Austin, and uh, lived there for 18 years. I ended up going to Texas A&M. I, I did a, a one-year stint, Texas A&M Galveston, and then I ended up in College Station. Uh, did four years there. I studied, like I said before, ecosystem science and management. And uh, part of that is to take um, credit hours in soil and crop science. Uh, as well as hydrology and, and some other um, uh, environmental-related um, topics. Uh, the soil and crop science class. Uh, well, I'll, I'll I'll get more broad, and then I'll get I'll get specific here in a minute. But so I met Anna, my wife uh, of six years in a few days. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, met her during College Station. I was actually in grad school at the time. She was uh, finishing up her last year of undergrad and um, we we met there actually through some friends, but simultaneously, unknowingly, we started going to the same church, uh, started um, volunteering at the same uh, organization and really just started crossing paths uh, in, in multiple ways at the same time. So definitely I, got I like- ordained. I like her story better. She saw you across the room yeah. at the food bank, and it was love at first sight. <laughs> but, you yeah. know, I yeah. want to throw in here for people that are young, when, you, when you're when you kind to your kids' friends, and, and you end up with these great young people in your life, and then you get to be old like I am, what's great, what's so fun is when they start getting married, and they end up married to awesome people. So it's like all the 
all the young, all the kids in your life become adults, and then they multiply and bring all these other great people into your life. So I'm just throwing that out there for my listening friends to know. If you're a young parent right now and you're raising kids, be really nice to all their friends. <laughs> you know, I mean, everybody does that anyway. But sometimes when you're young, you just need encouragement because it's a lot of work raising babies. Well, and it is a it is a blessing to have someone like you, Kathy, as as a as a mentor to Anna and just our family and y'all's family has been very supportive to us. We just love y'all, but I know you're surrounded by good people because that's how it works. I'm, it's so sweet to see that happen. Yeah. Well, and so you're a young father, and you're also so brave. I mean, you guys are so brave because not only are you doing your real job, but you're also doing something on the side. You want to talk about that? Sure. Uh, so, yeah, the, to kind of back up a little bit. So, yeah, Anna and I graduated. Uh, I started working uh, in environmental sciences at an environmental consulting firm in Northeast Texas, and then I, I worked there for about four years and then entered in the, the job where I'm at now. Uh, and I moved from, um, from one town to another, uh, ended up buying a house that needed a lot of fixing up, and uh, – then as and and I, I wouldn't deem myself extremely handy, but but I'm pretty handy and and definitely uh, like to learn on the job. So we started renovating the house we were in, and uh, next thing we know, we we were able to um, we we got to a point where it was out in the country. Anna wanted to move into into town into Tyler, and um, and so we said, well, let's just list it and see uh, see if we can sell it uh, for for. Uh, more than we got it for. Uh, nine hours later, we had three offers, and we wow. were able to uh, make a make, make a pretty decent profit on the house. Then we we were able to roll that into two small houses and um, have a rent house, and and so then then the uh, I guess the the second job uh, started um, where where really Anna that's that's a passion of hers, and she really is talented. Um, in the real estate realm, even though she's not, uh, not formally a, a realtor at this point, but um, definitely passion in, in redoing, remodeling, and and, uh, and marketing houses. So we we ended up um, in the house we lived in for another year. We then turned around, put some put some time, money, labor, love, sweat into that, and uh, we were able to turn that house and uh, keep the rental house and then we're we're in our third house now in what three four years and wow. uh, and we're working we're working on it steadily so the plan is is to be in this house a little while uh we have uh, two kids and um we have enough room for them so we're we're gonna uh just as we can uh hopefully with wisdom put in uh put into it what what it's worth and try to whenever we're ready uh, sell it for, uh, you know, have a little investment. So, Well, since we're talking to entrepreneurs today, I want to ask you a question about how it feels. You know, when they approached you with this job, this is kind of a new, a new venture. Oh, and you know what? We're going to run out of time. I'm getting signals from my sweet friend, Roy, who's our technician and so talented that we have a minute to the break. I can't believe how fast this is going. So, and he can't believe I'm actually paying attention because sometimes I do get so engrossed, I forget. So when we come back, I want you to talk to me about 
what what is scary about starting up a new company and what is thrilling and and what your wife has to do to support you. Those will be the topics we cover when you when we come back. In the meantime, I wanted to thank Home Instead for sponsoring us today and bringing this great conversation to life. And I want to invite my listening friends to go to kathycrafty.com and sign up to hear more from us. We don't want to miss a moment at Fireside Talk Radio, so stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return. You ought to see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Shimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door in the next house over is a grocery store. a dynamic woman? Sandra Beck and Linda Crater host Dynamic Women Talk Radio, bringing lively weekly shows in a roundtable format with influential guests from around the globe. This amazing tribe of diverse and accomplished women share their candid views on topics such as reputation, handling rejection, loyalty, what is sexy, overthinking, blended families, and much more. Discussions are joyful, with freedom to address topics from various perspectives with candor, respect, and no judgment. These are the conversations you wish you could have with all your family and friends. Dynamic women have lived their lives boldly, with unexpected and sometimes undesired turns in the road of life. Yet detours and bumps bring opportunity, personal growth, more authenticity, and a fresh outlook. Join our welcoming tribe of Dynamic Women each Tuesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, also on iTunes, and more information at dynamicwomentalkradio.com. Celebrating vibrant, charismatic women everywhere. Join the millions of women each month who listen to Wise Health for Women Radio. Women are pressed daily to give more, learn more, and be more, often at the expense of mind, body, or spirit. Join us for revitalizing conversations on fresh ways to view your limited time, encouraging new, healthier perspectives. You provide a special spark to those around you, and you manage many roles. Entrepreneur, mom, wife, coach, friend, daughter, and more. Here's a great way to inspire and nurture you. On Wise Health for Women Radio, host Linda Crater and her amazing guests share how to move toward your wishes and dreams and find what is possible in your busy life. If not today, then when? Take steps to flourish over 40. Join us on Wise Health for Women Radio, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, on iTunes, and more at wisehealthforwomenradio.com. Helping women thrive. We want to thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio, where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. Hi, you're you're listening to Camp Crafty, Fireside Talk Radio, and we're talking with James Van Dyke, who is with Texas Organic, and we're talking about what it takes to be an entrepreneur. James, I bet your boss and partners were so excited because this was a startup. It was just somebody's vision, right? It it was and, and is. Uh, actually, John, 
John Soles, John Soles Steve, is the owner and, and my boss of the company, and um, he contacted me while I was at um, my last job, and we just kind of started talking casually as to what his passion was, which is composting and recycling, wow. repurposing um, organic materials, and he knew my background, and uh, he said, hey, I want you to come out to this facility and look at it, and so we walked it together, and Next thing I know, he, he offered me a job, and I started working for him, and four years later, here we are. So we've, we've been operating Texas Organic for about three and a half years uh, as an operating entity, and, um, and really, it's, it's, been, it's been a ride. <laughs> it's just like a dream come true, but I, I know Dave and I have been entrepreneurs along the way, and that's what we do as well, and I know it's so risky to start a new company. And and you had a young family, and here you are starting, you know, starting to have children, and and he asked you to invite you to fulfill a dream, but you know it could go bad. So I, here's my question for you: Did your mom, when she was raising you, did she have any idea that you were going to be this brave, risk-taking, entrepreneurial, positive person who could persevere? That's what I want to know. What were the signs? That's a good question. Um, I don't know whether or not my mom would have or would say today that she knew at that point that I would be an entrepreneur specifically. But if asked, you know, is, is your son risky or a risk taker? He would say absolutely. Uh, <laughs> uh, from, from an early age, I think she, she uh, of course, I was the, the last of three. So she had mellowed out as a mother, at least to some extent. Uh, but I, I think I uh, I pushed the envelope a little bit, always finding ledges and high trees and fast things. And uh, but she, you know, she definitely gave grace and uh, a lot of patience uh, to to allow those things to develop. I think it's amazing. I want to hear a story. Like if I if I'm a young mother and I'm listening to this today. I want to hear what, like, what was the worst disaster your mother lived through with you, and and how did that become a great thing for your entrepreneurship? Oh, That's not an easy question. No, I, mean, I playing so, in the mud, tracking mud through the house. Oh well, yeah, did did quite a bit of that. A couple, a couple little stories come to mind. Uh, actually, my my mother was in. Um, she actually worked at the preschool that I went to. Oh. And uh, in my preschool class, there was a course at the at the playscape. There was a fire pole, and <laughs> uh, you know you had the normal um, second deck to go up. You know a ladder to go up, and the second deck to uh, walk across, and then the pole to slide down. Well, yeah. I, you know there was still pole that went vertical, and so that was that was a missed opportunity. Uh, so <laughs> I, of course, thought it necessary to climb up to the top, and. Uh, I think I was two or three, probably three years old. And uh, the, the principal had to go get my mom when she was in class because apparently I would not get down. <laughs> you were king of the uh, world. That's right. So, <gasps> you weren't uh, afraid. You were just up there and you knew they couldn't get you. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to tell you, I see I, some I, of I Did you warn Anna about that tendency? Because I see that in some of your kids. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, you, you have seen that firsthand. Uh, oh, I, I did, she didn't need the warning. She, I think, she saw it uh, <laughs> offhand. 
I love it. I love that about you. You're and you're so great. I mean, even the food bank stories that she tells, you're so great at taking risk when it comes to loving other people around you, James. I know I know that's just gonna make you blush for me to say it, but I know you well enough to say that. I've seen you in action. And what a beautiful thing in a family. But but for young moms raising that risk taking kid, it's kinda good to hear the other side of the story. <laughs> it can be it can be channeled and coached. I mean, your mom's probably an amazing woman. And otherwise, you would not have come out like you did. I've I've met her briefly, but I know I've heard you say uh, before how grateful you are to have the parents you have. So just a little encouragement for any moms that might be listening and thinking about their own child that likes to be at the top of the jungle gym. Uh, (laughs) That's so scary when you're the mother. I've had one fall off from up there and survive. So, you know, you can live through that stuff, everybody, the mom and the kids with no heart attacks for mom. Well, and you mentioned you mentioned John Souls earlier. And I just want to say how grateful we are to him. He's done so much for Bethesda. Mm Uh, Bethesda Clinic here in Tyler and I never I try not to ever miss a chance to mention our wonderful clinic if people are interested because it's so rare to have a clinic that functions like that one does without any government help so uh, neighborly people like the souls really do make a difference there that's right I know it's fun to work for them so I can't imagine how excited they were when they found out your resume and that you were willing to take this risk. So what's the greatest thrill about for, an, for a young entrepreneur with a young family? Tell me what you see. Like, I know it's hard. Well, I would say generally um, going, going into this, I did have somewhat of a resume as far as the, the school background and a little bit of hands-on experience. Uh, but where, where I felt like I lacked was, you know, this, this endeavor involved quite a bit of heavy equipment, which I mm. you know, do have some exposure to or did, did previous to this. Now I have quite a bit of exposure to, but had, had uh, quite a bit of details and uh, workings that I had not necessarily had a whole lot of years experience, uh, doing and running. Uh, however, uh, John, uh, he, uh, has been patient, definitely, uh, invested, uh, some, some faith and, and things being worked out and, and it has, and we're, we're to a point now where, uh, you know, things are, are becoming more efficient. We're, we're, uh, running efficiency or trying to work on work, uh, improving efficiency. But, uh, to answer your question, to go back, your question um, on a day-to-day basis starting the day um, not knowing what you're going to see or deal with and oftentimes not having dealt with that previously and just being willing to say hey I don't know it all but today I'm gonna I'm gonna have the opportunity to uh, face it and figure it out and you you said something earlier that I'll tie in right now, right here is Surrounding yourself with with people, with good people, and that, ah. that makes all the difference um, in family life as well as as in a in a business endeavor. Boy, I just want to amen that that is so true. We, in fact, Dave and I just had lunch a few like an hour ago, and we that actually was a topic of conversation for us. If we had to do it over again, we it, we would tell our young selves, whatever you do, don't don't go into business with people that are not 
pleasant and fun and same values as you because as you get older your values do change anyway so for sure start out with good relationships with good people that that is so crucial it just makes all the difference in your work absolutely you really hit the you you hit the jackpot (laughs) well you know i'm extremely blessed in the situation i'm in and and um you know we we are in a startup business that um, you know we uh, we have a good investor, um, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of uh, there's still uh, a lot of unknowns, and uh, we're like you said before, our industry, especially uh, in our area in our region, mm-hmm. is, is relatively new, and so it, it's been a lot of education and a lot of. Uh, uh, just getting out there and explaining what we do and, and uh, yeah. re-explaining what we do. Well, and, and, but it's it's definitely catching uh, catching momentum. Well, I might be a soil nerd, too, because I know in my yard which parts are not growing, and I know it's because of the dirt. So I'm the person out there digging out the red clay and putting in the potting soil. But here's, here's what I want to know. And so in your industry – what have you learned about your customers? I know, I noticed on on the stuff I read ahead of time that you have a real, you have a real uh, desire to have two way communication. I'm getting the signal mm-hmm. we only have two minutes left, so two sure. two to give me a couple sound bites about what it means as an entrepreneur to have two way conversations with your clients. Absolutely. So we, we have quite a broad scope in the type of customer we have. Right now, we only deal in bulk material, but we, we deal directly to individual uh, uh, individuals at homes doing landscaping, uh, also to uh, landscapers uh, that are serving customers as well, and then also to large reclamation, uh, essentially industry jobs where we're doing acres and acres at a time. And so uh, in communicating, we really have to – uh, understand, and, and John told me this on the front end. He said, we don't sell things that, you know, he said the best lesson they learned was that we don't sell things, we solve problems. Oh, yeah. And so for, for us to approach the customer and understand that they, just like we do, what what problems can I help you solve? Starting there is the best place to start. I love that. I, I hate to close. I, I could go on all day. We're going to do another segment, and it, and I don't know what we're going to call the. I had uh, entrepreneurship, fertile foundational life, and that may be what we call the second episode. This one, I think we're going to call. Well, I was going to call it playing in the dirt, but I may have to call it something else. Anyway, thank you so much for being with me today, James. Absolutely. Thank you, Kathy, for having me. And for sharing your story, this is KathyCraffy.com, where you can find more of these stories. You can find this episode with James and the other one we're about to do. And I want you to, to look for him and for Texas Organic online, too. And thank you for joining us today. Thank you for joining us today where we speak truth with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. Thank you for joining us today and we will see you again next week. Oh, Got in.